just confirmed that it's podcast 23 and uh, I'm going to introduce it today because this is Paul's baby. Uh, today we are going to be discussing longevity um, and he uh, owns the rights now, I think, isn't it still, to the 120 Club um, and that's your mission, yes? Yeah, I think it is a mission and uh, it certainly really interests me so at that point yeah I think it's a winner but um yeah, yeah. It, and, and I think unusually I've sort of held back really before I launch into anything I I sort of wondered about I did a few um what did I do to start with handkerchief uh, coffee no no I didn't even mean the handkerchief <laughs> coffee what was it that I used to do I used to do a little bit of um uh, blogging. Blogging, that's the word did I was searching for. Did you actually ever do one? I did three or four, I think. I'm not sure you did. I did. Right. Um, okay. Anyway, that, so that, that that was hard work, and, and I didn't really get into the swing of it. And I, and I need to find something that I could get into the swing of, I think, you before. shouting. I know you're going to get excited. Uh, I'm going to get excited. So I just warn you people, there might be some <laughs> shouting. shouty shouting. Yeah, because I am very, very interested in it, and I don't think it's something that's talked about very much is i.e when when do you expect to die and how are you going to die well, yeah i guess that encompasses that whole thing of like our attitude to death doesn't it really mm-hmm. in the west yeah it's almost like allopathic medicine came along <laughs> and then we couldn't die couldn't talk about death couldn't even though obviously it carries on happening and it was just like it was anti-medicine almost yeah yeah, and yeah. we've arrived at a really strange place, yeah. I, I think, with it now. So, un- so shushy. So unusually today, we have a bit of a structure, or we tried to give this a bit of a structure. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about certain, fo- like what we think you need, to how you need to be to create this longevity goal um, with some tips along the way. How's that sound? Is that right? Yeah, so... Um, if we start with my, 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 it's a premise that I've borrowed from Marxism, Mark I, I believe, and, well, it's and Sisson, not Sisson, it's just... he would say that the secret to a long life is not dying, which I love because it is very obvious. And so, what we're going to do today is to try and explore in our biohacking very alternative world that we inhabit where we think we're uh, we're doing good things because we're well aware of what might kill us and we will discuss that in a minute and we are actively I think every day of our life we're actively working to improve our situation and to and to mean that your three or four big killers don't get us yeah I, yeah, and I, I like when you said radically alternative or whatever it was was the phrase you used, and I think we forget that quite a lot. That we think we're just bumbling along, probably with like a few extras here and there, and haven't mm. really fully appreciated the fact that so few people know about this stuff. It, like absolute basics, but again, we'll get onto well, that. Well, this is why we? we're going to get onto it. Yeah. But we we are becoming more and more aware and and we had a recent you know very yeah, yeah we had a recent nice time with some people and and it was very apparent that 
you know are are normal is is, yeah. is, is nothing yeah. like their normal and i think and people say like the, people's idea of what a healthy <coughs> diet is what we will again we'll come on to that is so it's the polar opposite of what we would say a healthy diet yeah is. so where are we starting with the so um Yes, so just introduced the 120 Club, which is uh, 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 of which I am the patron. <laughs> I love that expression. So I don't know blessed. where I conjured that so one up from. We're just so blessed to have you. Yeah. Uh, so, so apart from having the website rights or whatever, that's about it, really. <laughs> anyway, um, so the idea is... You are now shouting. Oh, I'm shouting again. The idea is that... Starting now, from or it was starting back when I was in the fifties, but certainly now when I'm in the sixties and headed towards the one twenty, that is my goal. And uh, I don't think I'm that unusual anymore, because um, there are a lot of people out there who are also looking to live to a hundred plus. Um, Brad Kearns is is. is yeah, so I don't think there are a lot. I think we just know. Uh, okay, so we're yeah, just okay, in that group our, of people that that that, what, that think that it's very possible. Yes, and people do live now naturally hopefully to you know the late i don't know 116 117 118 that sort of age and, and maybe even to the 120 so it's not out of this way however i do fully i am fully aware of the fact that it could be that in um <clears throat> in a in a few years time you're all having a good laugh because you're putting me in the ground and i obviously didn't get there uh, at which point obviously it won't affect me at all and uh, you can all have a good laugh and then maybe a couple of drinks and, and wish me on the <laughs> way. However, I am trying quite hard not to do that. So, having got past you know, the, the first uh, statement there of don't die, we're now going to try and address yeah. some of the main killers of, of people in our Western society. And so... Um, you could make any number of lists but I would suggest that some of the main ones uh, come down to heart disease uh, it includes diabetes and, and some of the other metabolic diseases that are out there um, there's also some of the brain diseases of which unfortunately we've got quite some knowledge um, uh, with my mother and, and other people granny a little bit yeah. um, who, who obviously struggled at the end um, and, and then you move you know, obviously, uh, uh, Uncle was always a big one on on the big C on cancer, and so big C. Yeah, lots of these things really um, are often all are, that all that are, people yeah. are looking forward to. So we we we're talking about this, but this is absolutely based on statistics, both in the UK and America. And I don't think we need to look at globally for this because we don't live globally. No, we live in our we Western live in society. this Western yeah. paradigm food yeah. paradigm everything and so coronary heart disease is the leading cause i think then it's cancer i'm just trying to remember the graphs mm-hmm. uh, uh, but you see the other thing that confounds it and, and covid has been a big one on this is the fact that you will have comorbidities as you would call them so you, yeah. you're not doing very well one thing and that maybe you know it wasn't very long ago that old people would die of old age but often it would be yeah, something like pneumonia. Yeah, it would like go undi- uh, undiagnosed because you yeah. know we didn't have it, the it tools be, or we weren't it would interested. Be something, yeah, and, and pneumonia was a big killer. Yeah, I, 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 was, I think, I think it's fair to say, and still is maybe. Yeah, uh, the other the other thing that uh, the the statistics happily ignore, particularly on the CDC stuff, is that if you were to do it independently, 
then the third biggest killer in the states is still medical mishap negligence whatever and that just goes by the by um but it's there so they'll yeah. fudge the figures <coughs> as best they can so looking at it from where we are um we also included sepsis didn't we because sepsis is there as as we all know now because the government has started to sort of acknowledge this and yeah. there is quite a lot in it about sepsis of yeah. recognizing did it did we say diabetes we did Type i did two. say yeah. diabetes yeah and other metabolic diseases mm. but um from our point of view uh it, it some of them don't apply so much so we try and avoid hospitals not to the point of being silly so if, if you broke your arm or something well, no, think, you'd happily go i think emergent situations are going to be completely different to so acute over chronic you know if some yeah, yeah like you said if somebody's going to break their arm or fall over and, or and i've just head. been quite happily and i'm going to go off again in a few weeks time up to my renal unit to try and see how me um nephrotic syndrome's going yeah. took some advice whatever advice yeah. we could get from them yeah um totally with diagnosis yep and uh yep off we go but you know, it's, it's got to be said that if you're old and if you're frail and if you end up in hospital, there's a good chance that, that yeah. bedridden environment, that all the bugs and, and nasties that do, yeah. you know, there's no two ways about it. If you're going to catch something, you're probably going to catch it in hospital. Yeah. Um, if, if you can avoid going in there and certainly going in there as some sort of bed patient, then, yeah. you know, that's got to be great. And, and so and so you are improving your chances already. Yeah. And, and so th that's one of the one of the things that we try and do isn't it mm -hmm. so you're not possibly you, you know you, you're just not gonna you're just not gonna put yourself in at risk so looking at the the whole cancer thing now cancer cancer discussions are they, they sort of sway to and fro don't they is is between a miracle cure and and probably for us trying very hard not to catch it in the first place because i think it's an overgrowth of cells in mm. the wrong place basically it, yeah. it, it, that's that is fundamentally what cancer is and, and another thing that you know i didn't really realize till recently is that we we potentially all have cancer cells all yeah, the time exactly. they are developing all the time yeah and 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 the trick is to keep your body in that state in that metabolic and, and health state that the cancer cells come and, and, and then you deal with them and then they go I, this isn't obviously I suppose at this point we're not medical advisors no, no. this isn't medical advice this is just our opinion yeah but there is a lot damn sight or a lot of research out there to say that most most cancers are fed by glucose yeah that's a slightly tricky one isn't it why because well maybe it isn't then they are that you know, yeah, okay. not all of them, but no. the vast majority are. And if you ask any of the experts that that we listen to, what would you do? I mean, this is a classic question that gets asked time and time again. Well, you. you know, from Tommy Wood right through to Kate Shanahan, what would you do if you got cancer? Yeah. They all have an opinion. They all know what they would do, and it's yeah. all around uh, medical ketosis, um, yeah. certain biohacking tools and it usually involves going somewhere like Yugoslavia actually yeah so you know yeah well, their, I, I, their first line of defense would not be chemotherapy or no, radio or no, no. yeah um so going back to our original premise of not dying um 
we we would like to think that our lifestyle is aimed at keeping us healthy and fit and greatly reducing our chances of falling foul to the, certainly the three I mentioned, the heart disease, the diabetes uh, and, and the cancer. But that's the kind of like when you're talking about your longer term aims or whatever it is what you want to come on to on a different thing. That's the kind of, that's the that's the umbrella, that's the overall thing on a daily basis. We just we just enjoy the the what would appear to be luxury of getting up in the morning and getting on with our lives without even thinking about it. We, you know, that if we've, mm. me particularly, have come from a starting point of that not being the case, and I sometimes have to like remember that. So I get up in the morning, and if you're going to do a, if you, if I'm going to do the gratitude thing and, and remember to do it properly, it's like you're getting out of bed without an ache and a pain, and you want to get on with your day. Mm. Remember that because so many people don't. So many people wake up and worry about the day. Uh, wonder how they're going to like physically go about their day they don't have the mental capacity the mental or the energy or and we forget that so i think like the umbrella of longevity has got to be the goal of not dying from those western diseases but on a daily basis there is that it it it's comes down to not even thinking about it almost well this comes down to the next point that i had made which was which is is your mental attitude to your life and so for me yes, with, with the no, 120 club yeah but can I just interject there sorry because it's also because we don't physically think about it we have the capacity to 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 have that mental attitude there are people just because of uh, unfortunately the way that they live their lives and the food they eat struggle to get out of bed in the morning with any kind of energy so right. I would just make that point and then carry on yeah. So that's the point on a on a sort of getting up in the morning basis. So my point with the uh, the whole mental attitude is that I am definitely in life for the long game, and uh, that that was the so with 120 years to look forward to, you can start to rearrange your life in a in a slightly different way, and so uh, I, some of you will know I'm just changing jobs. I've actually ended up with a week off now between jobs. Uh, well, it was a bit of a bit of a cock up with IT and and things and and, and anyway. So at the moment, I'm certainly off today, and we're looking forward to a long walk tomorrow. So there we go, one day at a time. Um, but uh, don't you know I'm not because I'm what am I now? Going on sixty three? No, you're sixty two. Well, I'm sixty two. Going on sixty three. No. Um, and uh, and looking forward to many many more challenges around work and and the work environment and uh, problem solving and really i'm not ready to throw the towel in and, and sit in the chair or even to take up you know a, a hobby and and i think that's i think that's important i never doubt the fact that i want to go to work yeah i know that that's always been your and when you didn't, when we were homeschooling, it was very noticeable. And I still, you know, even now with the, the prospect of a week ahead, you get into this kind of funk. Yeah, I don't like it. However, I'm trying really hard this week. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed. Well, you didn't yesterday, did you? Yesterday, well, yesterday, the weather was absolutely yes, awful. <laughs> and there was nothing much I could do. You so did loads. Well, I did manage to keep it fairly busy. But 
Yeah. Mm. Wasn't wasn't the weather, wasn't the day. We've been spoiled, haven't we, with all the fine weather. Anyway, so mental attitude and planning for the long haul. So I'm certainly planning at the moment to to try if everyone if, if people will have me to work till I'm eighty. Yeah. Which might sound really ridiculous to people. But that you know that will still give me forty years to wind yeah, down, and, and then it maybe enjoy some retirement. But I don't think people have a clue how old you are in that workspace anyway, because you just get on with it, and you just do it, and you, you're you do it well well enough or better than well enough that people don't even question. You know, it's not even a question of no. How I don't old you think are. I don't often get asked. No. So, so so it's the long term nature of this, and and you know, there's other things that need to add into that. I.e., you know, it does. I think you've got to like like your work or love your work in order to be able to carry on doing it with, with you know with a good heart. But it does make a massive difference. So I, I'm not here trying to decide anything about retiring, giving up, or anything else. So so the mental attitude to that long long life. Do you think it makes a difference to you in the short term? I mean, I because I'm yes. I'm asking you that question now because it's like this whole debate. I know it sounds really stupid, but should we get the ducks? What well, we've done in the deal now, but. For me, one of the thoughts in my head was that this is just another phase of our life. So, you know, yeah. we've kind of gone through the, the the mass chicken duck scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, we're still, and like all the pets, we had so much, we, you know, it was just like uh, overwhelming. Well, we've got quite a lot of pets at So the I'm just wondering whether that's just another... So in my head, you know, we've got enough time for this to just be another phase. And mm. if the kids are still here and they still want the ducks, which like one of them desperately does, and I think... Uh, the two other two others are fine ones bottled out or yeah, yeah. signed out of that but that you know it's kind of like we've got the chickens again yeah so so with that with that longevity thing in mind we're not I'm not going oh I'm 50 I can't do this I'm I'm redefining my career again I'm yep. that which is probably more long term but I can see short term how I'm going to get there the, the the steps it's not and I don't even think oh you know, somebody said to me but but is it the right time to start a new career or something? I can't remember how they phrased it, but they were basically trying to say, why would you do that in your 50s? Yep. And I, my answer to that is, why not? I don't, yeah. there's no, you know, I've got another 20, 30 years of a profession that I'm going to love. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? And it's the same with like uh, any of these things, like, you know, I'm just looking at the cat and the dogs, dog now. But it, that, so this, in my head, it's like we're going to do the duck thing for for the kids again. This is probably the last chance. Grandchildren will love it, but it for that our kids. But it's just another short phase in a long yeah. line of phases that are ahead of us. Does that yes. make sense? And and all of the phases are geared up around working, and and we're not making any different decisions as we would have done ten or twenty years no. ago, because we're still active working healthy still carving well, the house me, up in many different ways more you much healthy more so. and active yeah yeah well, you, unfortunately you know having four kids was a bit of a mm. yeah it was a bit yeah, of a but drain that's on the back of the health issues and the, yeah, and yeah, the alcohol and all the rest of it yeah. so but you know you look at laura she's great with it she's sailed through it and, it, and she hasn't because it's she's got four small children yeah, exactly but yeah, yeah. So, so the mental attitude, you've got to go for the long game in your mind if you are going to try, and, and, and I, I feel, I feel if you are going to try yeah. and aim for those but it's very big numbers in terms of your, your, you know, your, so your age when you So what can we do die. about mental attitude then? Well, I think you have to seriously sit yourself down and, and 
so, so, so I, I've told myself so many times that I'm aiming for the 120. Anyone who knows me and is listening to this will know that, yeah. you know, I, I sort of make a joke of it, but I'm making a joke of it, but I do mean it. In, in my mind, I am aiming squarely for the 120. And this, and this is, this is new, neurological, you're rewiring it. This isn't woo-woo. This well, it, it is, it is rewired it because is people, rewiring. people will... Um, what's the word? They, they, they will comment on it and they'll say, "Oh, you're yeah. all right. You've got." Yeah. You know, it's, it's somebody the other day. Absolutely fantastic. So I was saying I was going to do this and going to do that, and he said, "Oh, it's all right for you. You're going to live to 120." And you think, "Well, I've got no more chance really of living to 120 than you have." But perhaps. But in my mind, I'm yeah. going to. Yeah. And and you're now confirming that back to me. Yeah. Because you said it's, it's like all right chat, for you. It's like the chat we see when we walk into, uh, like, a, along the the cycle path into Newton Abbott and the, the the runner chap that you used to do the park run with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you'll yeah. always say, "What is it? One twenty or whatever yeah. it is." All the so you know, yeah. And you go, "Yeah, it is." And it, yeah. And just while we're on that, is it the reason he says it? I think he's a psychiatrist. It's, I think he's fascinated by my impudence almost in in claiming that 120 for me yeah and and he's pretty fit and active i think he's only in his middle 50s so he's a bit younger than me um but you know i'm sure it's made him stop and think at least is why am i not claiming 120 why not why why don't people do it and and that's i think that's 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 one of the more interesting aspects of this of of very clearly putting my hand up and shouting the odds, I'm going to go for 120. Like I say, I can only aim for it. Yeah. No guarantee but there of getting is, there. But there is real science behind this. So it's not, you know, there. you are what you think. Mm. And that, that's that been shown time and time again. And this is experiments when they take people back and they play the music of the yeah. 60s or the exactly. 70s. Exactly, so we do all of that. We got, you know, I've got my 501s, you've got your car. You, we, uh, we still, you know, I particularly listen to the music I listened to as a youth. Um... Yeah. We go, you know, it's little, you know, I we go back to Torquay quite a lot these days because the beach is really suits us very well. Um, and, you know, there used to be a period in my life where I wouldn't want to ever go back there again, but I can go back there with these rose tinted spectacles now mm. and enjoy it. And well, enjoy it and remember. It up so much. It's great. Know, it's great. Yeah. I probably could walk from our house to the town the way I used to at whatever time in the morning and and yeah. you know relive happy memories and and yeah, yeah. but that takes you back there yeah. and you live in that you can't just go uh, uh, just put it aside if you're willing to live in that yeah. and you're willing to remember it as if as if you were there these things add up so you know that's mm. like embodiment is a bit of a kind of woo woo word isn't it but that, that basically you are what you think mm. We could go on about that, yeah. but I'm going to move on from that because we, right. could, we could get lost in the weeds there. Um, so the next thing that I'd, I, the next topic that I'd written down was, it's obviously physical health. And so we we are in a, a little bit of a bubble in, in, in the sort of community that we inhabit because with, with the various podcasts and you with your, you know, your Instagrams and everything else, we are very much in that 
that health, what, how, what would you call it? Space. Well, yeah, but it's a very specific, it's, it's the like ancestral health space. Ancestral health space. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the good name, but the ancestral health space. Where you, it's got almost the, like I work in it. Yes, you would be. Yes. So, okay, <laughs> biohacking and everything else. And so, you know, it, we've got to mention the devil's triad, I feel, and, and you were going to do that yeah. as to what we avoid. Yeah. So we definitely avoid... Seed oils, processed food, refined sugars. Um, I, I find that difficult to... It's like... It, where does refined carbohydrate and processed food begin and end? Yeah, we have um, an and then interesting... you say like mass carbs, you know. We, we have an interesting discussion around uh, mints. Yeah. Because we... We've adopted a shepherd's pie with sweet potato topping as one of the the, the evening whatever, yeah. and I actually love it. Especially. But I think with the, yeah, that's just it is a huge, like but. But it's I too easy eat. to eat. You could yeah, we can all overeat because it is so easy just to to shovel it in. And basically. I'm, I'm convinced that that you know it's, it's it's a form. It is as processed as as pure meat gets because yeah. it's already been minced. There's already been a Somebody's layer done of, the chewing. of yeah. Of mm. digestion taken away. Mm. It's, uh, yeah. it's really odd. Anyway, so we're avoiding the seed oils uh, without any cost. I mean, I would, I would rather not eat for three days than than if somebody put some seed oil in front of me now. And and I think that's the state that you get into. And it's a, it, it's like um, because that's not an obvious one. So it's like I had uh, baked potato. I did the carb test with baked potato. I took. I felt full all after, I felt awful all afternoon. Funnily enough, my blood glucose did come down into the 90s by about four o'clock, so actually, that's two and a half hours later. I mean, I didn't, wouldn't want it permanently in the 90s, but I'm, you know, it's obviously not like having sugar and, and fat together, which for me would spike hugely mm. and stay spiked. And I know that because I do the glucose test, but, I just it. Uh. Yeah, so, so that's an instant thing. You'd very consciously done an, uh, like a n equals one experiment because you thought the carbs might help with your hormones. <laughs> yeah, the headache stuff. But I knew that was an over. I knew uh. like I knew that was an over carb, but right. I wanted to test it. You know, you've got to test these things. It's no yeah. good. Um, and so, but I but with seed oils, you wouldn't get that reaction. So it's a very conscious thing. But you know, but I know, I've seen the statistics and and the outcomes and uh, like uh, you know this replacing of of ghee with sea, with rapeseed oil in in india and and it's just huge it's just terrible and you know i've coached you know i've got first hand experience of that i've coached somebody who's gone down that path and reverted back to the ghee and the, the ancestral indian diet and and been you know he hasn't given up his rice he hasn't given up his lentils he's just cut back on the western crap and the seed oils and all of the markers came back down again yeah it, it, seed oil is that that's what i try massively and massively massively yeah now yeah but, so, and, and you, but you have to be in the right frame of mind because it's not an instant thing. So it's not like I'm going to eat that cake and feel sick or I'm going to eat that cake and feel bloated. That doesn't happen with a seed oil. We're going to come on to it in a minute is um, just how our society and, and things that we are told 
are really yeah, geared well, up my top tip, isn't against it? us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. So something that we've been um, paying more, much, much more attention to in the last few months is is the amount of sleep we do get. We, do we think that that's we, or do we think that that's you since you've got your aura ring? Well, it's been... we have been doing it for <laughs> a very long time. Well, okay then, well maybe a couple of years, because it was only a couple of years ago that I put in the double curtains in the room yeah. and, and everything, less than that, I think. Anyway, so for a while now, you've definitely been concentrating on your sleep, haven't you? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and now we both do. So you might all be interested to know that we both go to sleep with our mouths taped, taped up with a bit of micropore. Yeah. I've only just started doing that, and it's to try and stop me snoring in the night because you well, can't and, and snore. Well, and to get your night, you know, you've got the prospect of at least eight hours of nitric oxide in your body, which you wouldn't get if you were nose breathing. Nose uh, breathing. If you were mouth breathing, no. So cost nothing. It's taken a, a little while to get used to, but. No, I don't really notice it. <laughs> I don't notice it to the extent where I went to say bye to Wilf this morning and my mouth was still, still taped. taped up. <laughs> yeah, so that's something, you know, you might want to experiment or, or at least to investigate out there. It is very cheap, relatively simple. You just stick it on as you're going to sleep and you pull it off in the morning. And it does seem to have noticeable effects. Yeah. So, and, and this would all be to do with how much better it is for you to nose breathe. Mm -hmm. Just on that subject is, um, I listened to a podcast and a lot of these hunter-gatherers, they will only ever breathe through their nose. They, they do not run with their mouths open. If they're running or trotting, they are running and trotting with breathing through their nose they only breathe through their nose mm. well a lot of our problem is that we're normally stuffed up or something's going on or something's a bit blocked in yeah. the sinuses and actually the more you nose breathe we have to make a conscious effort they just don't because they're not suffering these low level oh, whatever's yeah. all the time infections or, or, or whatever yeah colds coughs whatever Cold, yeah anyway so the sleep thing is um, is 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 seems to be working yeah. certainly doing us no harm i seem to be waking up very regularly about two o'clock which, which would be the the biphasal sleeping but i don't think it's that i think i've just got into some bad habits well, so I my, my, yeah I, I mean my my i think it's impr improved my resting heart rate and it's definitely improved my respiratory rate it's down quite mm. well there we are then so that's something that you might want to consider so then this is a really tricky one, I feel, is you've got to control your uncontrolled stress. So we often go into fight or flight. I'm, I'm sure you've all experienced it. You'll get that sudden panic or or you'll suddenly think of something and think, oh no, should have done that, should have I done think this. It, yeah, I think, it, I think it's probably so common that we don't notice it anymore. Yeah, I don't think we do. So, so, yeah, I, I do. What was I doing today? And I suddenly thought, oh. and it's like, what, what? There's nothing you can do about it now. You've got to let it go until you can do something about it and then sort it out rather than like, but that, I, I think for a lot of people, they just go through their life going, ooh, ooh, and they don't, and they don't even notice because that's just how you do it. Just, you go from mm. one crisis to the next without even realizing you're making it a crisis. Yeah, and I think I've been fairly lucky that I don't 
normally suffer too much with it. I think I've suffered a bit more with it lately because there's been some uncertainty in my life, much more so. And so it's been a really good exercise in trying to dampen it down at every opportunity. And, and, and there are one or two easy hacks once again to that. So, so if you sort of stop and take stock and try and box, box breathe, is that the right way to say it? Or try, mm -hmm. and, try and at least think about your breathing and slow it down, lots of long exhales. Oh, so four, four, four is probably the quickest mm. and easiest one. Four in, hold for four four out, hold the four, mm. repeat. Yeah, which I think you have to make a conscious effort to do yes, if, if you that, are that, in so that I think, fight I, And I think it's a 50-50 as to the fact that you're breathing, so you're altering your vagal tone, like so mm. you're slowing everything down. But because you're concentrating on that, it's taking your mind off. What the problem yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yes, I hadn't thought of that. That's absolutely true, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. So... Getting rid of your stress is a really, 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 really tricky one. <laughs> yeah. It can be anything. It can be, and you can worry about the most stupid things, uh, like is me MOT due yeah. in the middle of the night? Yeah, and it probably isn't because somebody would have sent you a text or a, or a letter or something now. And even if it is, you know, you can get up in the morning and visit the website and 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 work it out really easily. So why worry? But we are very, very poor sometimes, depending on what mood we're in, uh, as to uh, as to not worrying about you know really silly things at the really silly times. And uh, yeah, it's it, to try and get completely on top of that is 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 really difficult. Mm -hmm. But it's it's something that we all need to. I think we all need to try and concentrate on because I think it's massively important. Because if you're in a stress state, nothing works right. Yeah. So lots of things um, shut down, don't they? Yeah. So your immune, digestion. Your digestion. Is With, that the and, first? And your, yeah, that's it, the obvious one. See, depends. I'm in a bit of a stress state now because did you say that the door was open? Is my cat downstairs? No, I've shut the door. Fine. I will let that door. one go I then. I wondered why you were frowning and everything. I will release that stress. Yes, there we go. Um, yes, so, so it, it, you have to release it because your body, it isn't just that you've got a bit of stress, your body has gone into a completely different mode, as you say, you shut down your digestion, your immune system's not working the same as it was, no, it's you are not, on escape. But you're focusing on that saber-toothed tiger that may or may not be coming out the bushes, yeah. in ancestral terms, so You've got to get try and get a grip, and it is massively difficult. Yeah, there's one thing that you could do that I was taught right at the start of my um, biohackers training, and it sounds really stupid, but it's called uh, what did he call it? The shaking zebra, or whatever it is. And so, what if you notice, like the antelope or the zebra or whatever it is, after it's if it's escaped being mm -hmm. chased, mm -hmm. it will shake. Like it will have a whole body uh, shake, yes, you've said and it's this completely involuntary, mm -hmm. and it's just a way of releasing that excess adrenaline that's been mm -hmm. coursing through in order mm -hmm. to escape. And you can do that yourself. And it's what's really interesting is if you don't really need to do it, you have to really make yourself do it. If you need to do it, you will find that you will stop doing it voluntarily and do it involuntarily. Oh, right. So you'll just carry on shaking when you think you're ready to stop. 
Oh, right, because you um, haven't cleared your system. Yeah, so you just, you like, literally wobble yourself. You start with your hands is always the easiest one because mm. they're the ones that are normally free, and you work your way up, and you get you do it all, all over your body. And then, and, and, and it's a really, you know, after you've done the box breathing and you've got yourself back together, it's a really good way of just making sure that right. excess adrenaline well, I think that's, is that's, released. That's terrific because I sort of suffer with too much adrenaline on occasion. You do, but that's where I'm pretty sure that's your, that's what, that's why you react so badly. That's why you've got all these, like, yeah, what, reactions. Insect bites uh, well, and it's, yeah, and, well, and it's, you know, you just, you just are, you, you mm. know, like, yeah. You suffer with it quite badly, don't you? Mm. So even more reason to try and come up with a plan. Mm. Um, another one that um, I think is 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 also very important if if you are looking for this this longevity, is is to come to terms with your own spirituality, and <clears throat> you know it's not something that people often talk about. No, we're very bad at it over here. They they're a lot more open and and like frank with it in the states, aren't they? I don't know why that is, um, but we seem to think it's a taboo here. Yes, and we were talking about this before the podcast. Is I, I don't think it matters whether you, you know, you believe in some, in some big, you know, in the divine or you believe in in a god, uh, in terms of Christianity and, and and Roman Catholicism and all this sort of thing, or. You actually have no faith because well if you are if you are if you i would say no, like a, it's a bit so no oh, i haven't really got a faith it's, it's ah, i, I would mean that yeah exactly so I mean, you mean you're, if an atheist, you're an atheist and you believe in no god yeah but you've come but, to but a it's conclusion. a belief it's a belief system yes and at that point that belief system will feed into the rest of your life which and we would say is because there is a god and so we are we are wired to need to, to, to need a belief system, yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's one less thing for your body to be uncertain of, and and maybe that this is just pure speculation or whatever. But uh, it, 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 I think there is a there's a comfort to be had from it, whichever way you go, and it, it does you no harm. So yeah, you might yeah. It, it, it's, there's nothing to say really, is it? I, th no. I think if you have a very deep seated faith then maybe you're more lucky or you're you're going to have you know more peace more whatever as you as the years roll by but um i don't think anyone really knows so in in terms of of health and what it will do for your health because we really just i don't think we um we ever address it do we no well, i think a lot of people it's very easy to compartmentalize whereas hmm. it for us it's all it's all around it's part of every part of existence it's not like it's it's not pejor i'm not trying to be pejorative and it sounds like i am so i probably ought to shut up but it's like uh, it's not an hour on a sunday that doesn't make a faith for me no and um, i think we all have our but, own. but for some people it's great yeah. that's that's it that's what they need yeah. that's fine yeah we all have that's our own enough. faith and yeah. and i you know, I would suggest we all have our own vision of God if we if if, if that's the way we we think. Yeah. So and, and we've all got our different gods, maybe. I, I, yep, it's a tricky one. But I think if you can come to some sort of peace with yourself as to what you believe and who you believe in, then I think that's a, a great benefit in terms of the peace and uh, 
tranquility that you need if you're going to live for 120 years. You're not going to live 120 years in turmoil, either with yourself, your neighbours, you know, your health, whatever. You need to be in some sort of peace with with everything, every aspect of your life. Um, I've written a comment down here as, I don't know whether anyone who's particularly young might listen to this, but I would be fascinated to know whether they've ever even considered, you know, the length of their life. No, it's we were trying to ask Arthur, and he's like, oh. yeah, or or good, good. how how they're going to sort of manage the the situation as they get older, and I think there is a need for some some management. You know, otherwise you, anything could happen. But maybe that's just us, and maybe we're just being making life too difficult. Well, but 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 the young and their attitude, and we don't really teach it, do we ever? No. Not at all. So, so, so that's a bit of a conundrum. I think. Um, I, I think everyone expects a long and healthy life. I, th- I think they do. I wonder how much of it is an expectation that they'll be sorted out. Ah, well, that, that's that's yeah, that's another. Uh, you know, we we think that a lot of people think that Western medicine and, and the doctor can uh, can cure everything. So we will we'll rock up at the surgery, and the next thing we will be given some pills and we'll go away and we'll be better but I think from our point of view and in our world it really isn't um it really isn't that simple so 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 that's why we're here with the podcast and that's why we we we, you know we do all the things we do and that leads us on nicely actually so we consider ourselves to be biohackers which means that we probably experiment with our lifestyle uh, with our with ourselves and our bodies uh, and, we're, and we're not afraid to um, so that we are doing everything well, we, we weigh, can we all, I, I, I think you weigh a risk yeah okay yeah 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 so we risk assess for ourselves yeah. individually what yeah. we think might or might not happen and, and we would also obviously look at the benefits as we see if, if mm-hmm. something is successful mm-hmm and and then we go for it mm-hmm. so i think putting you know injecting peptides when you, you've got a something that's sore yeah risks pretty minimal benefits possibly massive so mm-hmm. you know, that's a fairly easy one but you have to make that decision on a on your own basis don't yeah. you yeah so so in terms of longevity we obviously think and i and i i think we you would agree with this is that food and our nutrition is the biggest biohack. Yes, but I think we we yes, but that's a kind of like I th- I don't think people think of that as a biohack. I think when you're talking about biohacks, you're talking about I don't know like the you stop creatine, but creatine like microdosing uh, and all of that kind of thing. But it's it, it I kind of think it, there is a point where it's necessary, and then a point where you're self experimenting to see you know you're doing a bit of a Dave. But yeah. like otherwise we. We can't, you know, from an ancestral paradigm, we don't live on the plains or in the jung- or jungles or like on African savannah. We don't do, we, can't, we don't, we are surrounded by modern life, uh, modern uh, toxins everywhere that we just wouldn't have been exposed to before. So there are hacks that we kind of need to do to mitigate that to get as close to ancestral life as possible i would i would suggest yes and and 
you know, I would often come at it, you come at it more from a health coach, I come at it from an engineering point of view. So it seems to be pretty clear that there's microplastics in water yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So one of the things we did was to buy uh, a, a water filter unit. Reverse osmosis. Reverse yeah. osmosis, which we are pretty confident will be taking out those microplastics. Well, yeah. it could be that, you know, we'll go hundreds of years down uh, down the evolutionary whatever and it will turn out that microplastics aren't an issue yeah but at, at this time when we don't know yeah and i can't see it going to do you any good at all to have all these microplastics in there yeah. which weren't there 50 years ago um let's let's we, there's an easiest it was it's fairly easy fix to get rid of it we mostly have our water out of the water dispenser yeah great you're cutting down on your microplastics yeah. that's 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 you know that's a very hardware issue so why not do it? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else. You know, well, we, we are surrounded. But for me, <laughs> like uh, menopausal me, we're surrounded by phytoestrogens, and it's a constant battle. And you know, it's been a, I presume it's been a lifetime battle that I've been unaware of, and it's only in the last ten years that I've limited, you know, my all my cosmetics and uh, toiletries and stuff. They have nothing like that in them anymore. But goodness knows what they used to have in them. Um, and it, you know it's con you know man boobs and all of this stuff it just wasn't you know it was never even a thing and now it's this estrogen is everywhere and it, to the point where you know you can you can make the very simple analogy that we're peeing out all of the the pill stuff into the water system so you know you could be it could be coming back that way but it's but it seems to be in so many products that that it's just yeah. all and that, invasive. And I think that's just one of the yeah like, oh yeah that's you know, just one a, of the an chemicals example. that we know about yeah so mm. so so food wise you know we try and eat nutritious food you know and I, we would say no but whatever you, you, you whichever route yeah, you want to so go my, down you know, well no so my tip is that was because we were discussing this earlier my top tip when it comes to food is unlearn everything you think you know don't you know i've learned this over the last few years of health coaching talking to people uh, people find out what i do they ask me what what advice i can give and even you know we think it's the devil's triad is a simple enough analogy a simple enough example but people don't understand so my advice is to go away and un you know it actually probably if you've been told something it's probably it's wrong, probably wrong. You know, you need to, glucose is not your first form of energy. It should never be your first form of energy. If you run for 10 miles and you want to get around as fast as possible, go for a bit of glucose. Mm. But, you know, that that's how many people need that. If you, if you think that you're running on glucose, it's really easy, obviously, to tell because you'll just crash. In that point, stop. Don't be living on glucose turn fat turn to fat for fuel but it will turn everything that you know on its head well i was going to bring it up later but i think this using fat for fuel is definitely the big differential between most people in the western world and us as ancestral livers eaters everything else mm -hmm. and our paradigm that is the massive difference we are trained and used to being fat fueled yeah and that's what that's the first that really is the the, the, the keystone to everything that we do yeah 
We don't I need think. to. We don't. People will say, "Oh, I, I can't do this because I I need to eat." As soon as somebody says that to me, that's a red flag. You, nobody should need to eat unless maybe you're type one diabetic. Ah, well, which is a completely different scenario. A healthy, a completely healthy person should be able to go a long, long time and do many, many things before they need to refuel, shouldn't they? Yeah. And and, and you know us with our. We, we we try and use an eating window. That, that's you know that's, that seems to be coming into some sort of. Um, well, if you're, more so general if you're getting use. if you're getting that that crash, it's because you're running on glucose and you run out. That's yeah. why. Yeah, because glucose in your system doesn't last very long, does no. it? No. So. So so the paradigm in the seventies, I don't know, people might be interested, was to keep it to keep your insulin and glucose levels high. That's why. That's where this seven small meals a day comes from. So the par- like the proper paradigm should be to keep all that low. That's the health point. Yeah, and to this- go up and down, you're supposed to have a spike and 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 then yeah. recover from it. Yeah. And and then give your body a rest. Yeah. Not constantly. Yeah. Be at at a high glucose yeah. level. That's I would suggest that that's where most of the like the, you know your diabetes and, and and insulin and whatever. Yeah. Is likely to start. Yeah. yeah. You don't want this constant. No. Battle between the glucose and the insulin. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, so... We, we, oh, and when we say fat for fuel, we mean... Oh, so when we talk about the fats, yeah, so we would, you know, obviously no seed oil. So so our fat is, is, is real fat, whether it's lard or tallow or butter or sometimes Mo- coconut oil, well, not so much coconut most, oil. Mostly it's either suet, suet or um, dripping these days suet or dripping yeah yeah, yeah. You, we, we save all the fat off yeah. of our meat joints don't we yeah. and that, that appears to to do everything we need yeah um so with, with the hacking we're back to some of the favorites so for us the pre-bedtime routine it's pretty important we have we have the red lights in in the sitting room yeah we really try and avoid you know i'm trying to I've avoid now blue blockers you've got the blue blockers um, I'm trying to avoid anything on my phone in the last couple of hours before bed yeah. so I, it's normally the time I sit down and might watch a bit of telly or something but um, no Tell, I just well, need tell to do it, it, it really is phones, iPads like that's, very close. that's the worst yeah, possible yeah, yeah. scenario yeah. we have a very small telly far away a very small telly far away yeah. <laughs> so, so there and, and, it, and that's paying respect to your circadian rhythms isn't it yeah. you've got to you, your body comes pre-programmed and you will not change the basic programming yeah, no. you might fiddle around the edges but you will not change that programming and it likes to do things in a particular order and one of one of the things we discovered recently was the fact that you, you, your um your stomach goes into this sort of deep clean yeah. when Re- you go to bed refer to previous podcast i would suggest. refer to previous podcast where where suddenly the acidities are much yeah. higher and it's cleaning out all the last of the crap and then you you know you go to sleep and then you're ready for the next day yeah hopefully all cleaned out yep um you know, another big one for us now, and more so than it ever used to be, because I think we all used to be guilty of that. You know, we do a five-mile run and then we're good for the day. Yeah. It's a lot of low-level activity through the day mm-hmm. is much, 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 much better for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe the occasional, wow, you know, workout of the week yeah. or whatever you need, but definitely not a lot of chronic cardio yeah. every day. Yeah. I did the... Well, it's not even a lot of chronic cardio, is it? It's like... It's like you know, you do your hour in the gym or whatever it is, and you think you're done for the day. You go in your office, you sit down. The the health outcomes for the 
the healthy couch potato or the active couch potato as they call it is no different to the couch potato yeah. so yeah it's, it's not that that one hour burst or no. that half hour burst no. often time you got your kit on and actually doing I mean, i'm sure there are all sorts of confounders about what people yeah. are eating and whatever but the, the yeah. point being that don't think don't think you're great because you've done your uh, yeah 50 minutes in the gym so and nothing else it, those are all fairly um you know they're they're, they're they're fairly tangible you know we've talked about the breathing i think that's very tangible and you, you can definitely notice the difference almost immediately if you start to nose breathe and, and you're really firm with yourself but the the next two i suppose for me with the, with the whole 120 thing is you've got to trust your instincts and i think as the years have gone by i've become much better at listening you know, whatever you want to call it, that little voice in your mind or whatever, of just suggesting to you that a particular course of action or or not action or not doing this or doing that might be a good idea. And I think you have to listen and, and you have to listen and give it some credence. And it's very easy not to. So if you set your heart on let's say on the you know, on the six mile run on a Saturday morning and you wake up and, and your body says really not interested you've got to listen and i've had to listen very much recently because as you know you all know i'm trying to get over me kidney disease and i have to just turn my back on it so we we are coming along a bit now so we've had a, an interesting few evenings when we half past five is the the press up challenge and if you don't get to 30 then you people start pointing the finger um but yeah i, I have had to be much much better with myself and, and not do it and it is partly because you are nagging at me and it's partly because I know I, it's that nagging that's okay you're just you've you've mentioned this rude. to me um uh but also that I think I know deep down that if I'm gonna give myself a chance of getting better I need to look after myself and and then hopefully when I am better you know I can go back to maybe yeah. doing some of the more silly things yeah that you do so try and listen and then the last thing, and, and this is obviously still leading to the 120, is you've got to be, you've got to have a vision, I feel, in your mind of where you want to go and what you want to do. I don't yeah. think it needs well, to be... a bit full circle there, haven't we? Because we're talking about the long term versus the short term. We've probably done a lot of like wake up in the morning short term stuff and now we're back to that whole envisage yep. your life plan. Yes, so there's one or two things on my horizon, which I don't mind sharing you with. Obviously, the biggest one is that I'm aiming for 120. And Is this going to be a surprise for me? Are we? No, no, oh, not fine. at all. It was just the way you were looking at me then. I was thinking then, something I don't the know. The next thing is, is, is to try and work, you know, if people will have me, maybe to 80 or somewhere around there, but certainly to aim past the 70 and, and to remain in... I would say proper employment as long as possible and, for and you worthwhile employment is yeah. probably the best way yeah to yeah yeah and that's not necessarily money wise that would be what I was doing and, and what I felt I was contributing but you know so for me when I've done that I'm very keen uh, only because I've discovered that you can um, you can go to the sculling world championships and there's there's an age category right up to <laughs> 95 so it seems to me like a you know, like a really good way of, of, of trying to get some sort of um, some sort of measure as I get older is to take up sculling again and and 
just see how I do as I'm in the 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever, if I can still do it. And, and so that is a real challenge in the mind. And a lot of the exercising and everything else that I'm doing now will be with a view to being able to get jump in a boat at 80 odd and make a decent fist of 2,000 meters up the course. Yeah. I don't know whether they do make 95 euros do 2,000 meters actually. I don't actually. Know they do, somehow. Well, they might do. Yeah. Well, do world they? championships. Do they? Do they have <laughs> the paramedics at well, the Well, I hope it's not a headwind. They probably have them halfway. I hope it's not a headwind. Maybe they go in the boat behind. <laughs> Maybe they've never actually yeah, sculled. I know, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The low man sat in the boat, not getting anywhere. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's so that's fascinating. But but it's you know it is it is one of my goals, which which you know is one of the things that helps get me up in the morning. And so uh, if if you can find something, I think that you want to do. So you've got your, you know, at the moment you most definitely got. You know, acupuncture and, mm-hmm. and you're headed down that route and, mm-hmm. and other lots of things are leading towards it yeah. and, and, and everything well, else my goal health wise is to be strong enough to when they ever open up and do it and let anybody in doing anything next to anybody ever again is to join the gig crew down in Timber. Oh, that's right but yep. yeah so don't just let the world push and pull you along I would suggest you've got to I think you've got to try and and set your own course you might not always get there you certainly might not get there in the first attempt but if you've got something that you want to go and do or you want to do then you know you you need to be moving towards it I I, I was just thinking I thought of a new one here so we're where we are now because we have not believed at any point the mainstream narrative no and I think that's probably question everything and if this yes. doesn't sit well with you, it's not right for you. No, and, and no, and, and we're not trying to make anyone do no. anything. All we're trying to do is, is to share some of our beliefs and, and just in case it's even the, like the smallest amount have helped you as, as, as you, you, know, you tackle life and, and you tackle getting older and you tackle that, that one certainty in life. Well, isn't there two, isn't it? Taxes and death. Yeah. But anyway, the taxes isn't any better. You know, <laughs> she no, says raising her eyebrows. Nobody's um, nobody's discussing death or longevity no. or your life or your healthy life. So, so that's really what we've tried to do today, and and I think we are getting. I think we've covered a lot of the topics. We've covered a tips. lot of it. It's nearly an hour. Agatha's trying to make her lunch. It's probably <laughs> uh, right. She's trying to do it really quietly, is she? Yeah. So, I think the last thing is is it, and this this will be the last is. We try and de-stress our life. This is what we're oh, talking yes, about. Oh, yes, yes, And we learned many years ago the easiest way to de-stress it is not to agree to doing things that you don't want to do or which are going to stress you at the very outset. Yeah. And so there's some, there's, some, there's some examples of that. So people you sort of know and don't really know and probably don't really like ask you to go to the pub for a meal. Well, we never go to the pub for a meal anyway. And if, you, if it's people we don't like, we would just say no. What? It's not, no, no, that's not fair. It's not even people we don't like. Oh, okay. I suffer from social anxiety. So if I thought that I was going to have to go somewhere and I wasn't in the right frame of mind, that would stress me out for like four days before. Well, that's probably another reason. Yes, no, but it's not. I mean, okay, so I wouldn't... It's, there are times when interacting with people is great, yeah. but... There's a lot of times for you when it's yeah. not... 
Well, I'll go back to what I was saying. And if you've got any doubt that you want to go and have lunch with people, don't go. Because it's never going to go well. And you're just going to stress yourself, I, I would suggest. So so that's, that's one of them. And then, um, you know, something else we... Well, it, it all sort of comes back to the whole thing of what we don't do. It's, it's, it's loads of stuff. So, well, the, the, you know, for instance, our kids are saying, oh, we want to go on a foreign holiday, foreign holiday, foreign holiday, foreign <laughs> holiday. Well, this year must be about the worst year you could ever contemplate that. You're really not sure which countries you can go to. You don't know if you can fly. There's, there's, so, there's a myriad of reasons why you wouldn't necessarily be planning the, the first overseas holiday for many years in 2021. So... You know, however much they might go on at us, I'm certainly. I think as adults, they can find their own way. Anyway. This is what we keep well, saying. I might join isn't it? them, but I'm not doing it because I'm not cooking for them. So I'll join them well, as that, a that, fellow that passenger the on the journey. Yeah. So, so the great thing is, is don't get yourself into the situation at the start, and it will, your stresses will reduce. So, uh, for One... instance, I have unplugged the phone. I have unplugged the phone for about six years, and because that phone ringing in the evening is an absolute killer for me. And I know that sounds really stupid, yeah. but I can't. No, I think it's so great. There have only, only ever been three people that have said to me, we can't get hold of you, your phone keeps ringing. And that's it, over the last five, six years, that's it. That's the amount of people that care that we've got a landline or not. Because you just don't need it. Because the people that know the people know us at all will ring us on our yeah. mobiles, and yeah. and life is all around the mobile. Yeah. And then you can choose whether you bring it up or not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's a very good example. It's yeah. a better example than mine. Well, thank you. Of de-stressing. Yeah. It sounds. It does sound stupid, but it's been a huge no? de-stressor. Yeah. Um. I think we're there. Okay. Yeah, I really do think we're there. It's, um, you know, from my point of view, you know, once again, clearly nailed me 120 colours to the mass. And I think we've managed to share a lot of what we do and, and, and the passion we feel for it. And I think really, if, if anyone's got any questions or, or whatever, they can just get, you know, just contact you, can't they? Because we Mary Rose at MaryRoseHealthAndNutrition.co.uk on my website. Mary Rose Health and Nutrition. Yes, website's oh, very easy. Instagram way Mary Rose Health and Nutrition. It's all there. Yeah, sorry, I talked over that. But yeah. I was going to say is that um, we are passionate. Yeah. And that's it. That that's and 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 it's our raison d'être and and. We'll die in the attempt, as I always say. <gasps> yeah, thanks. And off we go. So, um, have a very good week. <laughs> yeah. Try not to die. <laughs> Try not to die. <laughs> that sounds awful, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm, does sound awful. Anyway, there we are. Live long, drop dead. That'd be better. That's better. Okay. Live long, drop dead. Yes. <laughs> Cheerio. Bye.